0: hello and welcome back to high and tight on game time ct i'm scott erickson we are joined as always by people guaga pete good morning morning it's morning after the semifinals. So i'm so tired yeah pete's a little a little worn out um but we're almost there Palmer Field is within sight now. The teams are set, and uh, we're heading we're heading there Friday, Saturday night. I mean, I, I cannot neither, wait for those four games.
1: Neither can I. I, I. I love I love baseball state championships. Basically, everything that we've wanted, waited for. Um, you know, it was only three short months ago. You know, we were finishing up winter season, and Scott and I were preparing for baseball, and uh, we're here now. And uh, you know, we're going to crown. Uh, four new state champions. Uh, none of the defending champions are back in the finals. Love that. Uh, we only have one team in the finals that was in the finals last year. Um, and it's been a crazy ride. I mean, a lot of upsets, which is not surprising in a single elimination tournament. A lot of teams, you know, getting there that we thought would get there. Um, and a lot of teams shutting us up, which is always really fun.
0: Yes, Pete, his uh, anti CCC stance was um, smashed back into his face, like the Kembe Mutumbo <laughs> and Sean Bowie. I love of the CCC and the NBL has been validated. I love the NBL. I ba- I let's, let's I know not, you love. I know, I know you love them. Let's not change
1: this. It's all right, all right. Leave the NBL TV. out of it for now.
0: CCC, um CCC rewarded by support of them. And I appreciate it. It was Southernton, not Newington and double L, but still I'll take it. Cause they're, they're Sean, both good.
1: um, Sean Bowley, our coworker DM me last night. And was just like the 2022 haters guide to the baseball finals. By <laughs> Daga. Um, Here's the thing. And I, I said this to a handful of CCC people last night at the L finals. And I said it to the Windsor players. I said it to the Windsor coach, Maloney coach. The problem is the CCC is so big, right? It's the biggest conference in the state. They play the schedule that they are generated that year. Yeah. Unlike the FCA, which plays everybody, the SWC, who I believe plays almost everybody, and the SEC, which has a tiered system of like, the good teams play the good teams. You know, the not-so-good teams play the not-so-good teams. And... Even in the NVL, they play everybody at least once. So you get a good feel of like if you're good in the NVL, you're the best team in the NVL. You look at the CCC, it depends on who you get. It depends on what schedule is generated. You could go 11 and 9 and you played a tough CCC schedule. We just don't know because we don't know, you know, we know who the good teams are, but we've seen Southington, who's in the double L finals, which is awesome for them. They were what, the one seed last year in double L? knocked and out lost in, to a very good richfield they lost team. to a very good richfield team but at the yeah. same time is were they 18 and 2 like were they a good 18 and 2 or did they just play an easier schedule that year in the ccc it's tough to see with the ccc that's the thing
0: here's and what i'll say they have proven it historically in the state tournament and they have made many appearances i mean Southington is is playing in its 14th state final windsor's playing in like its ninth or 10th state final like yeah those programs Southington, newington i've been been
1: bit by picking against them but i will say this
0: every time
1: (laughs) i will say (laughs) this every time (laughs) i will say this the windsor kids after the game came up to me uh when i was interviewing interviewing mason glickman and i think it was their catcher uh nason uh awesome kid uh he was like we love the podcast like you know, uh, Nason Busca, that's his name. I just want to make sure I, I, I give him full credit. Uh, it was him and a teammate, and they were like, we love the podcast, we listen all the time. And I was like, oh, man, these guys definitely do not know who I am because I did not pick them. I picked oh, them they, the they, they, they,
0: they thought you were me, yeah. They didn't,
1: well, they didn't know which one I was.
0: Yeah, so I, I get that all the time.
1: So they were like, wait, are you the one that picked us losing the second round? And like, you know, because I love <laughs> being public enemy number one. I was like, yeah, it was me. And the kid looked at me deadpan. and goes,
0: thank you. It, that fueled <laughs> <thrilled> us. <laughs> That's I like that just as much, you know, like, I was like they understand that it's fun. And they also use it as yeah. motivation. I and, love it. Love and it. I, I, look, you look at Berlin the last two seasons, you know,
1: 2019 and 2021. Like I picked against them every round and every round they won, except for the finals. And they absolutely loved it. And it what conference is really Berlin fun. from? Yeah,
0: <laughs> you just I, gotta you gotta get over that bias. It's, it's a really good baseball conference. It's a really good baseball conference. It Always I, has been, and I, always will be. Give
1: been. me, give me the big boys. Give me the Windsors and the Southernkins and and the East Catholics and the Newingtons. And I, I mean, I, you know, give me all of them. Let them play twice. Let me let me see them fight each other in the regular season to to see who who the top king is and. You know, you look at their schedule. You look at I have Windsor's open right now, and this is not a, a knock on them at all. They played Hartford Public, they played, you know, Bloomfield and East Granby and like not the greatest games. And you look at the FCAC and you look at, you know, SEC teams, like they play tougher schedules. I'm gonna take a battle-tested team in a single elimination tournament over a team that's not battle-tested.
0: That's fine. And I'll just keep getting my picks right. That's fine. <laughs> Hey, I, hey listen, at I, least I, at least I, I didn't I, I lose a champion agree.
1: in the first round.
0: I didn't lose a champion. Didn't you lose? Oh, did you lose Wilton in the first round? Wilton wasn't a champion. Though. Oh, they were your final- they were, they were a finalist. I oh, did lose. Okay. I did lose a finalist. Um, Notre Dame West Haven knocked them out and then re- reached the semis. So, <laughs> um, all right, let's. We're gonna jump into Class S, and we're gonna start with going through our picks for Class S first. I um I had St. Paul over Valley. In the championship game, and it's gonna be Saint Paul against uh Somers. So who did you you had Saint Paul? I there.
1: had Saint Paul Holy Cross. I had an NVL final.
0: Right. And Holy um, Cross
1: lost in the second round to Oxford, who lost to Summers in the
0: semis. Right. And again, NCCC, C, C, uh, another strong conference in class S. Uh, obviously, those are all small schools, but they they have Finalist pretty routinely in class s this year was number three seed um and they kind of rolled i mean they got through east hampton five three uh you know beat total fifteen four, 15-4 beat old lime 14-1 beat oxford 9-3 to get to the final i mean somers is summer. somers has really been on a roll
1: they are and i i'll be honest with you Sean Foley knows the most about them than any of us do.
0: He's a solemn, yeah, and he wrote he a really good them. story. There's a good story on Game Time CT about that game.
1: First final since 1984, 85, um, I believe 84. Uh, it's awesome to see. Um, yeah, it really. You know, is. we always get a team like this. It was Covent- Coventry a couple of years ago, right, with Matt Cook, and we're like, "What is their nickname?" We talked about it on the show at length, but
0: <laughs> oh, really oh, okay. Nice so th- let me ask you, what's their nickname? I don't know. I Think it's the Spartans. That's oh, they have like a yeah, they have a oh, it is the Spartans. Okay, I'm looking, looking I was
1: looking at the logo, that was a guess.
0: No, but yeah, when you click on the uh roster thing, it says says Spartans. Spartans. Okay, Somer Spartans.
1: So, you know, they've been playing really well and they're hitting the ball really well. I'm excited to see them on Saturday, I'm excited to learn about them. Um, the thing is, they you know, and this is kind of a problem that um, St. Paul ran into last year. You know, other than the 5-3 game against East Hampton, they haven't really been challenged. Right. And what we saw when St. Paul got to the finals last year, they had something like 48 runs in four games. And then they ran into a really good pitcher in Colby, Pat Pat Pescarelli and Alex Mock, who came in to close the door for Cog and Jog. Either of them, you know, were studs and probably would have beaten St. Paul that day. But you look now on the other side of the bracket because Summers really hasn't been challenged. And you look at St. Paul and like twenty-two nothing. You know they uh, beat they scored North fifty Brandford. runs
0: by the way. Yeah, they,
1: they beat North Branford 2 Immaculate seven nothing. But that second-round game against St. Bernard's
0: that was a fight. down
1: one nothing in the eighth inning. You mm-hmm. know to come back and win that game on a walk-off home run by Casey Ceruto. Like
0: if he misses that pitch by an inch, their season's over.
1: Yeah, so I think that St. Paul is playing with that. You know, I, they know they're that good. They are that good. But I think this is a little different than last year. I think last year they might have been a little too high, um, you know, coming in like, hey, we're untouchable. We're this, we're that. And uh, I think this year they are they 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 know that they could be beat. They know that, you know, they're going to get the best from everybody. Uh, Summers are going to put up a fight. But St. Paul's got, I'm assuming – uh they got Joey Tanetti on the mound. Right. And Joey Tanetti has been awesome this year for St. Paul. Uh transfer in. He's really good. Him and Brendan Foley have been awesome. Uh, Jamie Leggett has been great as uh their third guy out of the bullpen kind of thing and they still have Ryan Daniels. <laughs> you know, like we we haven't really spoken about him uh, as much as we did last year, but you know, Ryan Daniels is still there batting 500. So with 11 home runs. And forty something RBIs, so they and still, still got to have do- Ceruto
0: and Izzo, and I mean they, they, they got a good
1: team. And Kennedy can hit. I mean, coolest
0: my boy from my uh, coolest. They got cool
1: they got a lot of dudes. Uh, I think St. Paul is on a mission, and I think uh, you know I I don't think there's anything that's going to get in their way.
0: And you know, Somers used their top pitcher, Cade Wood, uh, last night. He was awesome uh, to get them to the championship game. Um, I, again, we have to look more into them. I have not researched them enough. So I have to look into them as I'm doing the capsules that we're going to write and put up tonight about each state final. Uh, I'll get some more information about them, but, uh, the great unknown of, of the, of the eight finalists, they were the one I did not have anything on. Unfortunately, and I apologize to them. But we
1: that. always get one a year and, and look yeah. it, it. It's, it's tough it's tough to cover 140 something schools, (laughs) you know, it's tough. It's tough. If we're not being shown information, if people aren't sending us stuff and, and I I know it's hard to do, but you know, we don't purposely ignore anyone. We just, it's just hard. And uh, you know, Summers is that team that we're going to have to pay attention to now. If that's, Look, if you want to get our attention, go to the state finals. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> it's that <not> easy.
0: <laughs> I, I am going to read more about you today than, than ever before, and I will know everything about you by Saturday.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with my picks there, too. Um, I only had two final fours right in that I had a Immaculate St. Paul at Valley and Coventry didn't make it, but uh, I'm, I'm happy and I still have my champion alive. So, I'm, you I'm you and happy, I, I you
1: and I both, we both had St. Paul Immaculate um, in the semis, and we both have St. Paul still alive. I know who I'm going with because I picked him at the beginning of the year. I picked him before the tournament, and I still confidently believe that they will win this championship and that St. Paul.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um... They're the best team, and it it would be silly to pick against them. Can I lose? Of course, it's baseball. Yep. Um, So, you know, it's nothing against Somers. It's just that St. Paul is a top five, top ten team in the state um, and has been just rolling all season, And except for the one, you know, the the slip-up in the NBL tournament, which I think really woke them up. And was like, hey, you got to like focus up to win the state championship if you want to win the state championship. And that's been their goal since day one. Or not even since day one, since last year on June 11th, whenever that was, they lost that game. Their focus is to get back and and win it. And when you see a team like that, that's so locked in and so many good players, you can't really pick against them. Nope. Nope.
1: (laughs) Definitely not. I'll, Um, I'll go down. Getting that one wrong. If I get that one wrong,
0: I'll be okay with it. Yeah. Um, so in class M, I think we both picked the final, correct? Barlow we and Woodland. We did. We uh, did amazing, pick which final. Is truly correct. amazing. I mean, really. I mean, and there were some close calls.
1: Uh, you look at Woodland, they uh, you know, three-nothing against law got the perfect game from Tyler uh Giamb- Let me pronounce this right, Giombra. Giambra, Giambra yeah. Tyler Giambra got the perfect game against Law, three-nothing, but they beat Northwestern two to one Northwestern who beat them in the, in the M semifinals last year. Um, you know, they beat Grasso attack and they beat Seymour and NVL team in the first round. So it's always tough to play your conference opponent in the first round. Um, but, it, you know, like I'll be honest with you kind of lines up perfectly for Woodland in this final. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, cause Barlow Barlow's sitting there on the other side and Barlow's a very good team.
0: Yeah, so I lost two of my semifinals on day one. I lost St. Joe, 1-0 to Rocky Hill, and I lost Bacon Academy, uh, who lost 7-6 to Watertown. And I was like, this is not looking good. <laughs> I'm not doing well here. But I kept Woodland and kept Barlow, and um, yeah, Woodland had a had a really great run through this tournament. Um, won some really close games in this tournament. I mean, they won 9-1 over Seymour, and then they won 11-2 over Grasso, but just got by a, a good Northwestern team 2 one. And then that game against law was pretty hard fought from what I can understand from reading about it. Um, and I think law was the one of the final four teams that you picked, but you pick four. And I don't remember. I had,
1: no, I had three of the four finals, four teams. I lost St. Joe's on day one. And I had right. Harlow, Woodland and Jonathan law.
0: But you had said also that you thought Sheehan could make a run in this tournament. I did say Sheehan and, could and make a sure run. And they sure did.
1: I, 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 I let my Nanawog Berkshire League love get the best of me.
0: Yeah,
1: um, which is a common theme uh, with my picks. Um, but yeah, you pick, you, 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 you pick with the
0: heart. You pick with the heart. Yeah, yeah,
1: I look. I you know I I I got to cover Shane for a couple of years consistently when I was at the Record Journal. I got to know Coach Dom Dom Lombardosi a lot when he was an assistant coach. I, I just I love what he does there. I mean, this is a team. Look, they play in the SEC. They're the smallest school in the SEC. At least it seems like their football team's the only Class S school in the SEC. Uh, and these, these, this school, they just fight. They just fight and fight and fight. Dom has won state championships as a player at Sheen, as an assistant coach at Sheen. He knows what it takes to win. This is the second year in a row they've made a deep run. They made the quarterfinals last year in his first season. Uh, I call them the Fighting Lombos on Twitter because they fight and um
0: and they did last night i mean they they scratched and clawed against matt scott there i mean you know, four two i mean that that's you're in the game really there. good pitcher yeah i, and, I mean uh, you know probably they, the best pitcher in the state yeah
1: and some good players you know more you know specifically chris Barksy. i mean that kid is a really good player uh hit a hit a home run against Killingley. um you know they they're just a really good program this is far from the last time we're going to hear about chain baseball and uh, whether they're the one seed, the 15, the 30, the 29, they're always a threat to win a state playoff games. As long as you know, Lombardozi is coaching that team.
0: Uh, but what we end up with is I think a really excellent class M final, um, really even game on paper uh, between two really solid teams. Um, Woodland of course, in their first state final, Barlow's there for the first time since the 60s, I think. 64. 64.
1: Charlie so, Morton couldn't even get Barlow to a state final.
0: Nope. Um, so good for these two programs. Obviously, you know, Steve Maynard's a, a friend of the show. He's been on. Uh, Zach Drury is, you know, wants to play a little cornhole with us afterwards. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're in the last game of the weekend. So well, so yeah. I
1: talked to I talked to Zach last night. We were, like, giving jabs on Twitter, which was really funny tweets out this holy crap we're going to the state finals thing and he's like oh by the way pete i'm ready to kick your butt in in (laughs) cornhole because of the bet we made on the show like a month and a half ago focus on the game um you know uh so we're gonna figure that out because we're definitely making it happen maybe friday
0: night might be the I uh, uh, will see. I don't want. I don't want to distract the kid from what he's supposed to be doing. Well, he's so.
1: supposed to be playing on Saturday. So no, I understand, Friday but night, I don't know if he wants to be screwing around
0: playing cornhole with you the <laughs> night before. I would guess his coach does not want him doing that.
1: No, probably not. Might be Friday. So maybe, night we'll,
0: maybe we'll set it up for the summer sometime.
1: Yeah, but we can do uh, a whole
0: cornhole challenge. We'll but here,
1: here's the here's the interesting part of this game, and we didn't know this when we picked. Matt Scott threw over hundred pitches on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. three days of rest, right? The game Saturday is the fourth day. Yep. Um, I don't know how long he's got. They have kept him on a strict Monday, Tuesday pitching schedule this season. Uh, for obvious reasons. I mean, this kid has a much brighter future past high school, and that is obviously wildly more important. Uh, we saw East Catholic did this with Frank Mazzucato last year. Um, Frank did pitch in the finals. um, you know, but he only came out of the bullpen in the semis. You know, it helped having TJ
0: win. But we I don't know. Chat how... with Chad Knight a few years ago. He pitched the semis and the finals. Yeah. Um, so,
1: so I'm, I don't know how much of Matt Scott we're going to see.
0: I think we're going to see Will Scott.
1: I think we're going to see Will Scott. They have <laughs> other arms. I think we might see Matt at the bullpen if the game is close late. Uh, I think it would be a treat to have him pitch at Palmer Field, but obviously his future comes ahead of everything. I'm not going to be selfish and say, I really want to see Matt Scott at Palmer Field. I do. (laughs) I do, but I look forward to reading his name and headlines and stories about him for years to come. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I've got to see him pitch. So, but it's interesting because Woodland has their ace ready to
0: go. Lined up, and that's the it way you know, different. We've seen different teams approach the state tournament in different ways with their pitching. Yeah, some line up for the semis, some line up for the finals. Woodland was able was able to because of their, you know, who they were playing. They were able to set this up and have Belcher available for the championship. Exactly, and
1: he's good. <laughs> I mean, he's, we he's talk good, about yeah. him enough. He's so good, and I think that poses a big issue for Barlow.
0: Portrait of a good picture. If
1: this was Matt Scott versus Mike Belcher, I would be like, I, I you know, it would be it would be the most anticipated matchup, pitching matchup in this, in the finals. But it, it's obviously not that.
0: Yeah. I, I, the, the Sellington ward, when we get there, might be better. But yeah, <sighs> I'm, because Matt Scott, it would be marquee. Yes, I agree.
1: But so, you know, Will Scott is good too. Very good, yes uh, You know, so I mean, I picked Barlow at the beginning I'm going to stick with Barlow
0: Yeah, stick with um, you yeah, yeah. If your team's I'm going to stick there, with my stick.
1: pick Um, But man, Mike Belcher is really good Woodland is, you know, playing with vengeance You know, after losing last year um, And, you know, I think, I think this game I think this game is the biggest coin flip
0: Yeah, and this is the uh, high and tight bowl Because both teams were on the podcast Yeah <laughs>
1: Which one just shows them.
0: that we, we, we didn't jinx anyone. Two yes. teams in the state finalists, so we. Uh, on, well, I on. think
1: West Hill might have some disagreement there on the no jinxing, but...
0: Yeah, you jinxed, <laughs> you jinxed West Hill last December. <laughs> November.
1: Um, <laughs> um, But, you know, one of these teams will be two-time guests of the podcast. That's right. So, you know, it is the high-end type ball. That's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think this one's a coin flip. I, I really do. I'm sticking with Barlow because I picked them. But I think this game could go either way. I think this is going to be a really, really good one too.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to stick with Barlow just because I had already picked them before the tournament started, and it would be weird to pick them not pick them. But if Woodland wins, absolutely no surprise here. Yeah. Um, I anticipate an excellent game to close the weekend out, and I'm excited that that which, is the which I'm pumped at that game, that too. game
1: because. The last couple of years, the night game has kind of been blah, right? 2018 was Seymour Wolkett. Seymour blew the doors off of Walkett That game never ended. Uh, then 2019 was St. Joe's. It was St. Joe's Walkett And St. Joe's blew them out, right?
0: i believe this is true I, i'm then, trying to remember but i remember game, the night games not being great the last and year. then
1: last year the night game was hand no yes hand was the l game was the night game it was hand berlin and that game was pretty much over early yeah so like this is like a really good final game like this is like all right. Usually, you're tired by the night game on Saturday, but I think that energy will rise to the top.
0: Yeah, I think um, we're both really looking forward to that one too. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on to Class L. Uh, in Class L, I had two semifinalists, and I still have my champion, Windsor. I lost Wilton in round one to Notre Dame West Haven. You know, we both said that that game was a toss-up, and the winner of it would make the run. Um, and then it happened to be Notre Dame West Haven. And Nailed played, it. I mean, Notre Dame West Haven played excellent throughout this entire tournament, including last night against Maloney. I mean, you know, one controversial play is the difference between that game. Yeah. Um, and you can read about that in in the story that we have on Game Time CT, and you can see the photos of the controversial play, and you can judge for yourself. That's yeah, all I'll say about that. It
1: was it was interesting. Um you know, Notre Dame played well enough in that game to to win. Um, but man, let, I don't want to take anything away from Tyler Grasso.
0: Oh no, um, I mean th- that's incredible. You, you held Notre Dame Fair Notre Dame West um, Haven. Tyler Grasso, run.
1: Tyler Duffy. I'm so sorry, Tyler. Tyler Duffy, not Grasso. Why
0: did I think I, I mean was... Notre Dame West Haven had scored uh you know, 10, 15, and seven runs heading into that yeah. game. They they were rolling offensively to hold them to one run is incredible. Yeah. I don't want to make it seem like it was just that one play. Obviously Maloney played really well to keep Notre Dame West Haven at one run. But I mean,
1: what a great run by Ricky Marrero and the Spartans. I mean, Ricky's only been the coach here for a couple of years, took over from Howie Hewitt, who had coached at Maloney. He was a Maloney legend. I mean, he, he, the basketball court is named after him at, 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 at Maloney and Ricky comes out, comes in a couple of years ago, takes over. uh, And they're in the finals for the first time since 1995. Uh, they're here and they've earned it. Um, they, they got a little help early in the bracket to set up the way they wanted to do things with their pitching. Like we talked about earlier. Uh, and they, they, they had a shot against Notre Dame and they won. Yep. Now they got to the They got the chance. They made the most of it. They're going to the finals. Um, First time since 95. I mean,
0: that's awesome made- for Maloney. And Meriden's such a great baseball town, I mean, historically in the state. Um, so it's great to see a Meriden school in the finals. Too. Yeah, well, I, it's, the-
1: it's, I was joking with the athletic director, Bob McKee, who I've known for years because of my time at the Record Journal. Maloney didn't win anything when I worked at the Record Journal for three, four years. Nothing. Nothing. And then I leave to go to game time, and all I'm doing is covering Maloney in state finals. <laughs> I got Maloney baseball in the finals, Maloney football twice in the finals. Uh, Maloney uh, track uh, person, uh, track runner wins the first state open in school history. The boys' soccer team goes to the finals. Where was this three years ago when I was only cover four years ago when I was only covering Maloney and like Platt and Lyman Hall and Shan? I leave, and I'm still just covering them. Um,
0: but it's great to see. But good for them. I,
1: I mean, oh, it's it, awesome!
0: Yeah,
1: it's very exciting. I'm so pumped for them. Um, You know, I they get to
0: play Windsor, which is awesome too. Which
1: a rematch of the football game. The so football I think that's awesome. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Steve Kirk, Um, who uh, he texted me last night. And he goes, "I'm sure you know this, but if Windsor wins, it's a rematch of the finals for football." And I said to him. You know what? That did not even click. Like, I didn't even think about it. No, because
0: you stopped thinking about football is, like, in the back of your brain right now. Football is August
1: to New Year's.
0: Yeah. And then I I
1: flood it all out. But, uh, you know, shout out to Steve for that little note because it, like, clicked in my head. I'm like, oh, shoot, he's right. Uh, So they have Windsor, obviously, on the other side. And Windsor, Scott, they're your boys. You know, you picked them at the beginning. I was – I was skeptical because you look at their second round matchup, right? And from everything I said about the CCC at the beginning of the show, still remains true. Did we know how good Windsor was? I don't know. Obviously, they're very good. They're here in the finals. They got dudes. I saw them yesterday. They're a very good team. I am wrong. I was one. Public apology to Windsor baseball. I messed up. Okay, I took Emeka Okafor. He's pretty darn good. Okay, to quote Jim Calhoun. Okay, but. When you looked at Winger's bracket, right? They had Caner Tech in the first round. They set up Glickman to pitch their second round game. But it was either against Guilford or Massick. Two very good baseball programs. Yes. Guilford had a great second year under Nick Marullo. Made the SECs, played really well, won some big games in the SEC. And Massick was in the SWC finals. Massick Uh, is a very good baseball program with a lot of history. Yeah. and a very good coach. And I took my chance on a SWC SEC school, and they proved me wrong. And then they beat another SEC school and another SEC school. So Windsor is 3-0 and against the SEC. Uh, so Pete, uh, Pete will shut his mouth now. Uh, Pete has lost. Pete had two of the four semifinalists in hand in Notre Dame, and I think I deserve a lot of credit for getting those right because um, they were both high seed. <laughs> but I have neither champion left. So I get to actually <coughs> pick a new champion for me.
0: But so I'm gonna let you go. because well, here's the thing about Windsor and this is why I like them so much. You talk about the schedules in the CCC, fine. They went to Florida, won two games this year. They beat Berlin, They beat Glastonbury. They beat Weathersfield, They beat East Catholic. They beat Newington. Twice they lost to Suttington, the only game they lost all year 4 3 to Southington. You talk about not playing teams, Windsor played them all and they played them all well. They beat everybody. I had talked to coaches um, in the CCC and they had assured me that Windsor was legit and really excellent team. And that's why I rolled with them. And they've also historically been a very good baseball tap that has done well in this tournament. So I, I'm happy that they proved me right. Um, they did so without much resistance either. I mean the Guilford and Lyman Hall games were were close, but they rolled last night through hand. Yeah. So um, I picked Windsor to win it to start, and I'm not changing that. Windsor Windsor, those are my dudes.
1: Yeah. Um, so look at this two CCC schools that did not yeah. play in the regular season.
0: No, I understand. So they're they're this in different is just my, this they're issue in different the classes or, or whatever they call it there. Tiers. They I mean, Malone. they
1: don't they don't they don't follow those rules. They don't follow. Well, the Windsor, class, had, Windsor
0: really played a very difficult schedule. They played oh, every of course. top team in the league.
1: Well, every I mean, team that records state are were a top team. Anyway,
0: also the team that's in the double L final. And the
1: they played Southington. Was, I will give them that. They did and play they, And
0: they beat Newington twice, who was in the quarterfinals. I Glastonbury. I, they I am Ward more the impressed. best game that they. Glastonbury, by the way, I'll talk about something in the double L. gave Ward the best game I've seen anyone give them, and I know that West Hill played them really well this year too. But Glastonbury, West Hill played them very well. Glastonbury was another excellent team out of the CCC. But I'm, anyway, let's stick to Windsor.
1: Other than the Southington game, I am more impressed with their three wins in the state tor- to- to- tournament than anything else on that schedule. Yeah,
0: that's because you, just, you they, just love it. You write they, love letters Yes, Windsor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Windsor has dudes. <laughs> Windsor has dudes. And, I, you know, obviously we talked about Mason Gilkman. I brought up uh, Nason Bushka. Um, but, you know, Jonathan Lattimore, their shortstop is – Yeah, dude, you know, he is just at the center of everything. And uh, whether it's emotional, you know, like the rah-rah leader kind of guy, obviously shortstop caught the final out of the game. I want to give a shout out to Eli uh, Fangulo, sophomore first baseman. Uh, Golden locks. Looks like Thor uh, at first base. Came through with two on, goes oppo right between third and short for a base hit. Put him up one nothing sophomore who was getting you know it was loud at dunkin donuts you know hand brought a bunch of people windsor brought a bunch of people he came through i mean they got dudes um they're really good uh you know i I don't know who is pitching for them on on saturday Uh, i'm sorry on friday night
0: um definitely
1: not glickman he reached his pitch count and they have one less day of rest yeah Last time Windsor was in the finals in 2018, they got smoked by Weathersfield, um, yeah. a game we were there for. I think that, that might have been our first. Weathersfield
0: also had one of the best players we've ever seen in the state final. Yeah. Who hit um, balls like that
1: was the first championship we ever watched together as co workers in baseball. Is that true? 2018. It's
0: friggin' wow. 2018. Oh, yeah. We watched games together, but not when, yeah, you, yeah, win, not not when you were. Yeah, not as colleagues. We were working yes.
1: together then. Um, you know, I am. I love the Maloney run, I really do. Uh, if they play like they did yesterday against Windsor, they're gonna lose. Um, I they're here, they deserve that they earned it. I mean, they beat Platt and Weathersfield to end the regular season, right? They beat Brendan Cahill from Platt and then they beat Weathersfield, you know, and then they've gone on and won. I think they've won five straight now heading into this game or sixth straight mm-hmm. um Sick. but i i am i am jumping on the bandwagon for windsor i
0: uh welcome aboard
1: yeah welcome aboard i'm a little late to the party <laughs> but uh yeah the i, I already, have to pick going. a winner in this game apparently it was, it was up in. to me. I wouldn't. Now I'm kidding, but uh, you know Joe <laughs> does draw, a great a job. <laughs> You know Joe does a great job at Windsor, and these kids are are loaded. You know I was talking to Mason Gilman after the game, and I was like, "Were you phased by like the crowd?" The I mean, it's three ninety two to dead center field in, in Hartford with with a green monster in center field. Like this is a bigger field than any of them have ever played on consistently. I know some teams have played there during the regular season, and he's like, "No." he goes, coaches prepared us for moments like this. We expect, you know, kind of like we expected to be here. Um, yeah. We were, we were prepared to to be here. So nothing bothers me. So I think going from Dunkin' Donuts to Palmer field is uh, not really going to phase them except maybe the hot dogs, but I wouldn't recommend eating the hot dogs until after the game. I would wait. Uh, personally,
0: I would wait on the hot dogs.
1: So yeah, I'm going to go to Windsor. i Late to the party, boys, but I'm here, and that's at the end. That's all that matters. So all I right. want I want all of the credit if you win, and none of the blame. <laughs> uh, okay. That's that's a that's my that's a that's a great Michael Scott quote.
0: Fair enough. All right, move us into double L here.
1: Into double L, I'm going to start at the top of the bracket. Um, Southington Danbury Southington won six nothing. Danbury's bus was delayed. I mean. I that stinks. I mean, look, you talk to any athletic director in the state this year. We, we know that there's been bus issues post pandemic. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's been awful. And for them to uh, have their bus breakdown heading to the state, heading to the state semifinals, not ideal. Uh, it's just a terrible start uh, for them. Danbury comes out swinging, gets three in the first and kind of puts the foot on on the gas and goes. Uh, so Southington six and they beat. You know who'd Southington beat? Where are they? They beat McMahon Hall. You know your boys from Newington, uh, Danbury. They haven't allowed a run since the second, uh, since second round.
0: They've only allowed two runs in. The finals, yeah. they in the finals.
1: They their last final appearance was 2019. And they played Staples very well in that game. Uh, I think it was two nothing, three nothing Staples mm-hmm. uh, in that game. A pretty confident Staples scored. Um, their first run came on an Andrew Moy, like, squeeze, slap hit. My boy, Andrew Moy, Andrew if, we Moy. Ever do, if we ever do all-time favorite teams, a- Andrew Moy starting at second base on my team. I know he is. Um, you cannot have him. But, you know, that was a really good game, um, you know, a couple of years ago. So, like you said, Scott, earlier, this is a team that expects to be in this situation. Here they are with the chance to play against, what I think, or who I think, is been the best team in the state all year. I think one through nine, Fairfield Ward, that lineup is the best team in the state. And Griffin Polly's back, and we said it at the beginning of the show. Fair, uh, we, said, we said this at the beginning of the tournament. Fairfield Ward is going to get here if Griffin Polly can come in and be a solid number two, because Griffin Polly was really good last year as a sophomore. Yeah. You know, Scott wrote about it. You read his story. He was a little banged up at the beginning of this year. They basically said, take all the time you need, get ready for the state tor- tournament. He's pitched twice in the state tournament. He's won twice in the state tournament, which then opens up. You got Aiden Dowd, who, who's fresh, right? He didn't pitch yesterday, right? Patty Galvin closed yeah, it Patty out. Yeah, Patty Galvin
0: closed it out. And
1: you got Zach. You lined up Zach Broderick, who is another all time Pete Pogwaga team pick, but just an absolute competitor on the mound. And
0: so, uh, real quick about Patty Galvin. Um, so I'm talking to Polly after the game and he says in the interview, I asked him about Galvin closing the game and he called him Bob. And I was like, why are you calling him Bob? He's like, <laughs> he's like, Oh, it's his nickname. It's something about Palm and Bob. And I'm like, okay. And I said to Brett Conner, I go, why do you have to give a kid named Pat? He's already named Patty. Why are you naming him Bob? <laughs> I just need another nickname.
1: But, you know, so we got Ward and Southington. I mean, this is a great matchup. I think I think this is the matchup, if you would have asked me before the semifinals, that I wanted to see.
0: Yeah, it's excellent. I mean, there's so many storylines with this. Um, really good players on both sides, uh, FCAC, SEC. Um, you know, let's start with Southington, who, you know, we don't talk about as much as, as Ward. Um They have a legit lineup, and they also have their ace who's going to be probably pitching this game, I would assume, uh, Borghese, who who I hope I'm saying his name right, Vincent Borghese, who pitched in the quarters, was really good against Newington, didn't pitch in the semis, and I would assume is lined up to come back and pitch in this championship game. I don't
1: think he's allowed to run in the state tournament.
0: I don't think so. I don't know if he pitched against McMahon and how that run scored. He did. I
1: believe I have a text message somewhere from someone. Okay. And uh, I think it was he's allowed – he has yet to give up an earned run in both of his starts. So he pitched against McMahon and he pitched against Newington.
0: So – and then last night, this kid, the sophomore – I mean, first of all, Southington, when they were starting the season – we, one of the reasons we weren't sure about them is because they had a bunch of holes that they, like, kids had left, kids had graduated. Yeah. And all these sophomores stepped in here, and they were starting, like, I think they had four sophomores in the lineup last night, including this kid, Frank Budot, who is a big lefty, crushed a triple uh, to start the game. That's how they got the game going. He's the number two batter. Crushed a triple. Uh, really needs to work on his head first slides. He really did a, a bit of a face plant into third base spot. Diving head first is not easy. Not easy. Not easy. And, and But he needs a little work on it. But it was a great hit. And he's a big kid. And he's, he's going to be a kid that we're going to talk about for the next three years, the next two years, because he's only a sophomore. Uh, but he hits ahead of, of Jackson Ruzicki, who's obviously going to UNC and is a very good hitter. That lineup sets up really well, Um and I think you know can cause some problems for Ward. You know, of course now Ward is going to be throwing. We assume uh, Zach Broderick, uh, like you said, with Aiden Dowd available. I, I don't. They may start Dowd and bring in Broderick. Uh, I don't know which way they're going to go with that. I don't know um, if 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 Brett Connor
1: even thinks. I think if Brett Connor at one point goes in his head without saying it out loud, maybe I'll go with Dowd. He's gonna immediately get a text message from Zach Broderick saying, I want the gosh darn ball.
0: Yeah. Uh, I that's what I would think. I would think that Broderick's taking the ball and then they will finish however they have to finish. Um, just because of the kind of kid he is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and Aiden Downs are great. He's a junior. Yeah, he's very Broderick, good too. That this is Broderick's time and um, he deserves that moment and he deserves the ball. So Again, I'm not a coach, and again, it could be a better. Well, strategy you're a rec than... league coach. I, I rec league. I do coach a little travel too, but <laughs> and and if the, the idea in a game like this, where it's going to be really high pressure and really hard to go the distance, the idea of using an opener for an inning or two is not crazy to me, no. especially a kid it's as accomplished as Aiden Dowd. It's not <laughs> like we're throwing some. Yeah. Ran, rando kid out there. But you don't want
1: to, you don't, if you go with an opener and then all of a sudden you're down, then you're playing from behind the entire
0: game. I, that's, I, I, I get that's that. tough. I get that. But Especially, War was playing from behind against uh, Glastonbury. I mean, they were yeah. losing that game.
1: Yeah. So I, this, I'm very excited. This is the first game on Saturday, which was awesome. This game's at noon. I'll be at Palmer Field at nine o'clock.
0: This is a heavyweight fight. Oh, my God. This, this is a heavyweight fight. And I, you know St. Paul is going to have some say here, but I would assume the winner here is in really good shape to be voted number one. I will say
1: this with confidence. The winner of this game, I will vote number one. Me too. Um, and Me it's too. nothing against St. Paul. I think St. Paul is very – again, this is if St. Paul wins S. Um, I just think Southington has a better resume. And yeah. I look – They, I mean, three
0: losses, two. uh, You know what? Hold
1: on, I'm gonna switch that. If Southington wins and Windsor wins, yeah, Southington did beat Windsor, but Windsor's only got one loss. I don't know, man. I don't know, but if my prediction's right, which my prediction I made in March was that Fairfield Ward is going to win, I'm going to vote them number one. They'll make my life a little easier.
0: But you, you can look at the fact Windsor will only have one loss if they win, but Sullington did beat them, yeah. so Windsor would be—I I, mean—legit in the conversation. Absolutely, for me. Um, but if you look at the, we haven't had a blow, a
1: blowout in the double L semi in the double L final since 2015, and Amity beat Staples eight-one. So I don't yeah. know if that's really considered a blowout, but that's the largest deficit in a double. If it's 0-0. more than
0: four runs, I consider it. Yeah.
1: You know, so not a laugher, but a, in but a blowout. In 2016, Amity beat Ward 4-3. In 2017, Staples beat Amity 5-1. In 2018, Cheshire beat Richfield 1-0. Staples beat Southington in 2019 3-0. Norwalk beat West Hill 1-0 last year. Yep. All signs point to this being a great game. Now, last year... Well, you make your pick, and then I want to talk quickly about last year's games.
0: Well, I mean, I can't change. So, as much as Southington's riding the emotion of the Charles Lembo thing, uh, Southington's an excellent baseball team. Uh, they're going to have their best pitcher on the mound. I wouldn't be surprised if they win, but I've picked Ward all season. Ward was my num- preseason number one team. I've been voting them number one almost all year. except Yeah, by, like, you, I, you wavered.
1: You're not like me.
0: <laughs> when did I waver? You didn't
1: you you didn't vote them one one week.
0: Yeah, I voted Amity one week. I voted the Amity, when the I, Amity. I I stuck undefeated.
1: with Ward through thick and thin, baby.
0: Fair enough. Um, <laughs> you also told everyone that West Hill was in one team start the season. That was during um, football season. It didn't count. <laughs> but yes, I've stuck with Ward most of the time, so I, I can't change my pick now. <clears throat> I think that this game is a it's literally a coin toss because. Southernton's that good, and I was really impressed with them last night. Um, But I'll stick with Ward, because that's who I picked all season.
1: Absolutely. And just quickly, last year, um, even the last two seasons, last year, every winning team shut out their opponent. Mm -hmm. In 2019, every team shut out their opponent, but the end game was 6-3.
0: Uh, yeah, well, because you get good pitching you know, yeah. a lot of times. So seven here, so. of the
1: eight baseball championships have been shutouts in the last two seasons.
0: Let's hope that changes. But uh,
1: as long as the games go quick,
0: you know. No, I, I so I like I, as long as they're t- close. You know, the twenty like, I, nineteen I, I, Waterford,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. the twenty nineteen Waterford Berlin game is still my favorite championship I ever covered because the game was done in an hour and five
0: minutes. <laughs> that was a Friday nighter too. Yeah. We were, yeah, you, we were out of there by 8.30. And the sun was setting. It was beautiful. It made for great photos in the championship thing. Yeah. yeah, That's what you hope for Friday night is, is a quick one. We'll, yeah, will we'll see. Remember,
1: 2018, the first year we did this, Cheshire Ridgefield one nothing. Awesome. Friday night game, Weathersfield-Windsor, 16-4. That game took forever. The yes, uh, Saturday night game, Seymour Walken, 13-2. And the S game, 10-6. So... Close, low-scoring games. Let's do it, guys.
0: Yeah, I listen. I, I'm up for whatever. So if it's going to be a, a slugfest, let's go. If it's going to be a pitcher's duel, which I prefer, let's go. Uh, I have no problem being there for eight hours or fourteen hours. Let's let's do it. Let's just keep it dry and keep it moving.
1: Yeah, let's keep it dry. Look, man, the weather looks good. Uh, we were
0: so close last night in Waterbury. First of all, the, they were going to start early because the war game ended early. But then Danbury's bus breaks down, so they don't start till 7.15. And we're looking at the radar. It's moving. The storm's moving in. It's moving in. And then uh, Southington changes pitchers in the last inning. We're like, you got 10 minutes, dude. It's going to pour. <laughs> and sure enough, you can see in the postgame interviews it's starting to rain hard. And by as soon as I got in my car, it just started. It just opened up. Yeah. Um. So we got very lucky because
1: it, it drizzled. You have, you
0: have to finish the games. You have to yeah. finish state games. So yeah. we would have had to come back to play an inning or whatever. You know, yeah. like
1: Ooh. it. Uh, it drizzled a little bit during the second game in Hartford. Yeah. Um, selfishly, I was like, you know, if one of these semifinals gets fully rained out, I'll be able to go to see more games on Wednesday, like last year. Um. But no, it's good. Everyone got their games in everyone's going to be at full rest other than the L teams or close to full rest, um, which is always good. You know, it always stinks when you have a team who like if they had to move the game and they're playing, like it worked out for East Catholic last year um, because they used Mazzucato in one inning. So like you knew he was going to be ready to go. Um, But like it would have just stunk to be like, okay, well, you guys played uh, you have it less you have one less day of rest. Good luck.
0: Did you make a pick? Oh, uh, I picked Ward. Okay. I picked Ward like
1: you. seven times. I picked Ward in April.
0: <laughs> you can't go now. You got the you gotta have the you gotta go down with the ship by the way. So I think
1: day. I think we picked the same champions.
0: Yeah, that's not fun.
1: That is not fun.
0: But we had picked them before the tournament. We
1: did. We except still for, have, well,
0: except Windsor. I picked Windsor before the tournament. Yeah. You did not. I'm going to go with Windsor because that's I'm gonna, fine. I'm going to eat
1: crow and they could laugh at me all they want. Like I said, look, I've been public enemy number one for Berlin the last two seasons and they have given it to me. And Rash. Yeah, you know
0: me. what? I, they haven't, it's not like you're really public enemy number one. Like they make cutouts of you. and Yeah. Like, I still have they, them. They're, they, they're in my closet. They really celebrated the whole thing. So I think it was.
1: So, Windsor, if you want to do that, feel free. I'll add it to my collection.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, we got two Spartans in championship games. Ooh, that yeah. sounds like a storyline. <laughs> I don't know. They're not playing each other. <laughs> storyline. <laughs> <laughs> two teams named Spartans. Um, yeah, one Warrior, one Blue Knights. Yeah, Mustangs. No, no great team names. Uh, so it's uh, one other reason why I always uh, kind of pull for. Um, uh. Newington, because they have the best nickname in the state, Nor'easters.
1: No, no, Glastonbury, the Guardians is better. What?
0: Guardians? Glastonbury's the Guardians. Yeah, it's not better. It's not better than the Nor'easters. 100% better than the Nor'easters. That's uh, just insane. The Nor'easters is on. such an original, have, awesome name.
1: I have nickname rankings that I did uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago. The little
0: noises. Yeah, um, but that was before the Nor'easters existed.
1: No, I did a new one. This year. Top 10 nicknames in the state.
0: I did it. I'm le- going down. is number one.
1: Uh, I, what did I do? I did Guardians 10, Whalers 9, Wolverines 8, Beavers 7, Centaurs 6, Nighthawks 5, Kangaroos 4, Raptors 3, Bellringers 2, and Hatters 1. You know what? Newington wasn't named the Nor'easters then.
0: Hatters are great. You missed the little noises of Hail Ray. I the little remember. noises.
1: Well, they're not the little noises anymore. They're just the noises. They've graduated. Okay, still,
0: still great.
1: <laughs> they evolved. And also, I would
0: say that the uh, Guilford Grizzlies, love it. They weren't there yet. They weren't there yet. Right. They were still using their old nickname. Yeah. But, I mean, Nor'easters, is just awesome. I, I, I don't know why. I just love it. I love their mascot. I like the Guardians.
1: Dude, I'm telling you, if, if, if Glastonbury was smart, and I'm sure they are. I'm sure they have smart people. Their mascot should be Groot from the Guardians
0: of the Galaxy. Uh, that's not why. that makes no sense. Why no, not? One no, one, no one will know what it is. No one will years. know what it is. It's one of the highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah. But in 10, 20 years, we're like, why is a stick our mascot?
1: Oh, as opposed <laughs> to a, as opposed to a storm?
0: Yeah, storm guy, that guy. You, know, a what's, you know what's coming at you. <laughs> Here's
1: a big cloud. Here's our mascot. It's white and fluffy. Actually, no, that's not even what a nor'easter is.
0: No, a nor'easter is like a strong, violent storm that tears through everything in its path, except the Sellington baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> think, All right.
1: I think we're both overtired.
0: I think we're overtired. All right. Uh, we will be back after the state finals to wrap everything up. We'll have the winning coaches and hopefully some players on with us. That's always one of our favorite things to do of the year. Um, we're going to be putting up the preview capsules, uh, hopefully tonight, uh, Wednesday night. Uh, you can read all that stuff. We'll have baseball, softball, girls across, boys across all to go. Um, this is the home stretch for all the state finals you know, and, and game time. CT has you covered like nobody else. So if you want to go on and find something about every single state final that will be played in all the sports, volleyball track, whatever come to game time CT, that's the place to be. Hundo, Hundo
1: P. Absolutely. absolutely. We got everything. (laughs) Hundo P. We got everything. Um, and we're going to be at all four games. We're going to be photos, videos, post game, video interviews, game stories, uh, Features, college, we're gonna have everything.
0: And please say hello to us at Palmer. We love to interact with people that listen to the podcast, and we love to know that you're out there, and we love talking baseball. So Pete and I will always, oh, absolutely, stop and do that. Um, so please say hello to us out there.
1: And if you, if you're listening, and your team didn't make it, um, go to the game.
0: Yeah, go to Palmer. Go see go what to it's Palmer. Like.
1: I saw a handful of kids there last year uh, whose teams didn't make it. They wore their team hat. Yeah, or like on. a team. Go, go. It's great baseball. Go watch these teams. I mean, the beauty of the baseball community that I've learned over the last couple of years is, you know, a lot of these kids play together. They play against each oh, other. They root yeah. for each other. You know, go and watch. Don't look. It sucks. Right. I, I'm not going to tell you it doesn't stink, suck that you didn't make the finals like it, I, I I'm sure it hurts. But like you're gonna look back and you're gonna you're gonna love your time there no matter what happens, win or lose. So go and enjoy a beautiful day watching baseball. You know, if you were in L, go Friday night. You know, if you're there on Saturday, go watch. You're gonna see, you know, great. We're gonna see Zach Broderick pitch. Uh, what's his name from Southington? Bulganese. No, that's not it.
0: Borghese. <laughs> Borghese. Put some respect on the man's <laughs> name.
1: Uh, that's my bad. I'm really, bad at games. you know, we're going to see Mike Belcher might see Matt Scott out of the bullpen. You know, we're going to see Tenetti for St. Paul. I imagine, um, you know, we're going to see some dudes uh, pitching in this championship. We got great players across the board. So go and watch, man. I, I can't stress it enough. It's such a great day. Uh, you know, the class M finals last year was probably the most crowded I've ever seen polymer Field for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, But that was just an incredible environment. People were, you know, I mean, East Catholic was up big, but people were like living on every pitch that Frankie Mazzucato made. And the atmosphere was electric. I mean, it was just so cool. And um, I think it's worth going. I think it's worth going to see. And, I, you know, I say this as, yes, I I get to go for free uh, (laughs) and watch all the games and work them. But, you know, I would go as a fan. You know, I, I, think, I, I think I think it's one of the kid. best. Days. I would bring my
0: kid there for a day to watch baseball. Yeah,
1: I think it's one of the best days uh, to me. It's better than Mohegan Sun. And look, Mohegan Sun's great. It's just such a long day of five games. But I think Palmer Field and I think the baseball championships, I think it's so cool. I see a lot of coaches who come down to watch. And I just think it's it's special, man. It, it really is. And this is it. This is this it. Is it. So So
0: we will see you at Palmer Field Friday and Saturday night. Uh, We will catch up with you all on the podcast uh, the following Monday. For Pete, I'm Scott. We'll see you then on High and Tight. Love you all.